Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.07. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and also Gerald Adams, who is, I don't think I've told anybody that people should know that you are uh, connected with NC State's uh, Centennial Campus. Yes. Mostly. uh, Yeah, (laughs) mostly. And uh, also, what about your website there, Gerald? Uh, GeraldandHenrysPlants.com. Uh, and I've been sowing seed trays, vegetable seed trays for a maniac, for the, like a maniac, for the past two weeks. Now, when are you going to be at the farmer's market? I traditionally set up the last week in March if the weather is cooperating. Because once I set up, I'll be there solid every day through Mother's Day weekend, second weekend of May. So are you going to be available for this show in March? I'll have to call in. I will be will be available till I set up, which last year I think I set up on the 24th oh, okay. of March, but we had that really big warm-up the end of March last year. Yeah. So All that's right. kind of well, – I'll see if I can get you. Kind of up in the air. I'll get you early. After uh, that, March. I'll be the investigative reporter on a sign. No, you don't. But to see, you don't ever call us because you don't I'm have so time. Busy. <laughs> you don't have time. People are uh, so. You, you, yeah, you got. You'll have all kinds of stuff. When? How long will your plants? Uh, how long will it take them to grow so you can sell them? Uh, I'll have plants ready by the by the twentieth of March. How about that. Uh, about a hundred and thirty varieties of tomatoes, thirty varieties of eggplant this oh. year and i don't know a lot a lot of pepper plants as well now, is henry involved what's his Hen- investment in this? henry's in- involved i have not gotten a lot of work out of him yet other than he makes appearances out at the market and smiles and grins at people and tells them thank you and they buy more plants because they that sounds know, like a great job so far but he's <laughs> about to get to the age where he can start potting up stuff so he'll be on the He'll be on the labor line then. Oh, good for him. That's right. So, uh, Rufus, you, 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 we played your your song that you recorded in late 70s, early 80s, Honky Tonk Angel for the Burn Center, J.C. Burn Center, last week, and uh, lots of uh, mail and um, no, no criticism. It sounded great. So you've had a request for it to be played again? Well, yes, I did. And, and I, he said, I'm, an, I'm in an institution. I don't know what he meant by that, but I, well, I, I said, mean, well, I'll see if I can get Mike to do it. Well, I, you're kind of an institution. <laughs> Yourself. 
So well, the way he put it, he was it, in. It sounded. I don't know how it sounded. <laughs> he said, "I." But, I, I so I, you would like us to play it again? I uh, heard today? your song, and I didn't know that you were a singer. I said, "Well, I've never been accused of being much of a singer, but I said I did it for for a good cause." This is not some of the riffraff from the uh, Chetlin Club, is there? Oh no, that that riffraff. <laughs> Man, wasn't that a great show? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was mainly Rufus. So uh, we got two, two members of the Chitlin Club in here today. Yeah, that's right. Three, counting yourself. Well, yeah, I, I, I yeah. count myself. Right, Jason. Uh, why don't we uh, Why don't we play that after the ten thirty news? And then we can. Maybe we should play it near 11 o'clock and that way we can run out of here <laughs> get out of the building and, fast and take the collection up <laughs> we'll play it up. keep we'll him it. off we'll play rufus edmondson it's a very good rendition of honky tonk angel mark uh in clayton wouldn't you like to hear that i don't know if you heard last week uh, when we played it but wouldn't you like to hear that I sure would. I think it's a great idea to play it near the end of the show. That gives you an escape plan. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Uh, I know where all the exits are here. So, uh, uh, so we, yeah, you're, yes, sir. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say you mentioned Steve Moore. You know him as well. I grew, yeah, Steve. I I think was probably my best friend in Nashville so, when I was growing up. If I may, I'll share a quick story. Steve is older than I am. That. He had a go-kart in Nashville, and of course, uh, back then, you could ride it in town, and he would ride me around the, the elementary school there, mm-hmm. and, and down at the, the intersection of Virginia Avenue and Austin Street, which is just a boggy, messy area, there were some honeysuckle bushes, and I have fond memories of Steve showing me that you could pull the stem out and taste the, the nectar. Absolutely. That's one of my fond memories, too, is just... Just walking by some honeysuckle in May and and getting that f- wonderful fragrance. Yeah, that's a childhood thing. L- ligustrum, because in Nashville we only had hedges that were ligustrum plants uh, for the most part. And, uh, well, those things bloom. Some people like them, some people don't, but I enjoyed that. It always reminds me of my childhood. So, uh, Mark, you're a lantana. You want to continue, uh, Yeah, just j- if, if Lantana's not a great option, and I do need something for the front of my house, kind of at the corner of the driveway, what are some other options I might consider for some color? There are very few, if any, perennial plants that are going to look good 12 months out of the year. Yeah. Uh, in, in something that's going to like be in bloom all the time. There will be things that bloom part of the time, but the majority of your... Uh, perennials flower blooming perennials go dormant during the winter time so just that's the issue with the even the perennial lantana looks like nothing but a naked stick you have to get uh, into shrubs before you can get evergreen right uh so that one of the pluses of lantana is the deer won't touch it and it's as drought tolerant as something known to mankind and it'll bloom from when it starts in may all the way till frost kills it and it has hollow stems, so you don't want to trim it until you start seeing the green come up as it gets warmer, green come up from the soil, the new foliage. Mark, you might want to consider an Encore azalea. You'll get, you'll get two blooms a year, 
and get your, you can get some pretty small varieties of the encore as a two and a half to three yeah. foot tall and wide at maturity yeah. or your the spot in the front of your house yeah there. you get your money's worth out of encore as I, I have a lot of uh ham and egg uh lantana mark and i love the stuff and i've just grown grown used to seeing it yeah the, it the nasty old ugly stalks <laughs> But I don't. I don't have it. Show it's. It's, it's not a. Um, it's not on display. It's not. I a, have it in front of other shrubbery, and yeah. then you just got the shrubbery to look at in the right. time. Yeah. yeah, it's okay, all how all, it's placed. Great advice. Great advice. Encore azaleas. I'll, I'll give those a shot and see how they work out. All right. Very good, Mark. Uh, take care, and have a great time today. Give our our best to uh, everybody down there in Nashville. I'll do it, Mike. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Mark. Or should I say up there? Because it is up <laughs> farther north. Don is in Raleigh. Thanks for your patience, Don. Hey, good morning. I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. I was live radio with Governor Murphy in New Jersey. All right, Don. I, I, Henry's been... All right. Not, not sure what uh, Governor Murphy has to do with this show, but... Uh, Maybe he listens every week. Maybe you think uh, <laughs> Governor Murphy does. Good for Don. Thank you very much. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. It's cuckoo for cocoa puffs day <laughs> on the weekend gardener. <clears throat> so, which one of us? Let's. Uh, we, we're going to talk to the folks at um, the farmers market and see if they will allow Gerald to to come up. For the last the last time and this time, we get uh, kind of crazy calls, Gerald. I don't know if you have some influence, maybe, some aura. Maybe I'm showing up close to a full moon, and uh-huh. it's not me at all. I don't know. It didn't, but it's it a didn't, lunar cycle. The uh, the moon is not close to full. I, I saw it yesterday. You can see it in the daytime. Well, it was a good try. Yeah. But uh, 919-860-9783. Uh, Billy Howe is with us. Billy Howell from the state farmers market billy uh yeah you met governor murphy i i don't have no idea yeah i don't either uh <laughs> it takes all kinds so uh how can we uh start this out uh, it's going to be a nice pretty day i think there are going to be a lot of people at the farmers market there is and they got an easy way to get in and out now since we have a new driveway open on lake wheeler that's the first time we've ever started at the first talking about that road <laughs> it's finally become a oh, Billy, i want you to know that yesterday i was coming down lake wheeler uh beside dick's dick's park i said i'm going to take the inaugural drive and that was a beautiful drive ain't it those nice how many times did you drive up and down roads? oh I, i've i've been up and down that road for how many years now billy been working on that thing saying it's been a long time that uh, eternity will come before this thing's finished and there are in north carolina there are roads to nowhere and there's a tunnel out in uh, western north carolina that the, the road was never finished the tunnel is still yeah. there but they never finished the tunnel either so it could have been a road to nowhere yeah, there was a bridge one time in alaska to nowhere it could have been a drag strip that would have been a new venue it, it, for the it's farmers wide market. enough. I'll tell you, it's wide yeah. enough. I, yeah. So, and, uh, like I said, it, it is a pretty drive, pretty area down there when you come in. They won't let me drive vehicles up here, so I have to walk up and down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's that's good. That's good. It's uh, and they're going to have eventually a stoplight 
at that intersection? That is what I was told. Okay. Yeah, I understand they're going to, uh, Sam is talking about there are going to be a lot of changes along that, that road, as we would expect, because that's a very narrow road as you start getting up toward South Saunders and, and all of that. Rufus, that's the way you go to downtown? Every day. By Dick's and all? Back yeah. and forth. With uh, the farmer's market and Dick's property, the park, wow. That, yeah, they're going to need some, some bigger roads. Uh, so. Yeah, we, we don't want to widen it on the other side of the bridge, though, because <laughs> you're going to take my driveway. <laughs> we don't well, want to do I'm, that, do I'm we? Sure that we? I'm sure there's some negotiations that could go on. We, we will have Maybe those. you could have a better driveway. Yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> they have buses, Rufus. You could just hop a bus. You wouldn't even need a driveway. Yeah. No, let's, let's don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll put a bus stop right there at Rufus's. That'd be Just easy. don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bring it up again. A fruit stand is what I want to put up. <clears throat> yeah. Or vegetable, vegetable and fruit stand. Uh, we're going to run you and out. hot dogs. we got yeah. a better one right here. <laughs> so uh, what do you got under the farmer's shed this morning besides, uh, I know you got firewood and sweet potatoes and turnip salad. You're right. we got some kale just for Rufus. <laughs> oh, kale. Oh, boy. And we, let's see, we got um, a lot of varieties of apples, fujis, uh, and Crimson Chris and Evercris, Pink Ladies, and Stamen Wine Saps, and Gold Rush, Green Smiths, and a bunch more. Um, What's ever happened to Golden Delicious? Well, that's just too common. Yeah. Can't have that. that, that people are that's going in back. the grocery store. We're not at the farmer's yeah. market. People are going back now to the older tomatoes, Gerald. Now, I don't mean heritage, but a lot of better boys and better girls and I haven't seen any red delicious and golden delicious apples in a while. Just wonder if people quit have quit growing them. Well, they haven't stopped out in Oregon, but we, we've had um, in Washington, and we may have some red delicious out here now. I know we did have some. Huh? Why well, do Granny Smiths are are still? Yeah, we got Granny Smiths. Yeah, they, a lot of people cook with those. But uh, gosh, there's so many varieties. A lot of sweet varieties. I like. I like the stamen wine sap and the black Arkansas, the Arkansas black, because they're they're tart and harder. I like the Granny Smith. And we have, uh, let's see, we got all the stuff you need for your Super Bowl trays. And if you have any left over, you can eat that for supper on Valentine's. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't think that'll work, Billy. I think you got to shell out for something else. (laughs) Oh, okay. But we have a lot of stuff like broccoli and carrots and lettuce, a lot of collards. That sounds good. And that sound good to y'all? I mean, you're not reacting. That sounds really good to me. Mushrooms and mustard. And uh, still got some uh, pie pumpkins. That's what you could have for Valentine's Day is mushrooms and mustard. Oh, good. That would be great. <laughs> it's better than a mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> I assume you're talking about mustard, mustard greens. <laughs> no, are you talking about are you talking about mustard greens or mustard? Oh no, just mustard greens. I oh, okay, I will see. Sandwich too. Oh, okay. yeah, I don't think so. Have you, you had a, ever had a turnip salad sandwich? Turnip salad what? Turnip salad biscuit. Biscuit? No, uh, well, I've probably had plenty of juice soaked up in a biscuit. Yeah. Get that pop. They can get messy. But, uh, yeah. Um, so what else you got? We have um, the cookie people's here. So mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day, a lot of people 
are fond of coming up here getting some of those, you know, dozen, two dozen of those pretty cookies. Right. Great big old things. Yeah. Um, our, uh, we have a slew of um, beautiful cut flowers. I'll bet. Eucalyptus and roses and daisies and baby breath and pussy willow cuttings. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen any roses any prettier than what uh, Miss Jumi has down there today. Well, got potted plants as well. That way, I mean, if you kill them, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, well, let's don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, some people go, well, I, I like them, but I can't grow them. It's like, well, you enjoy them for as long as you can. Yeah. All right, uh, what what do we have in the market shops this morning? I'm, I'm sure the smell of coffee and the bakery and the market grill is overwhelming. Yeah, we have um, cheeses and meats and, um, you know, fresh seafood in there. Um, let's see what else I got wrote down here. Oh, barbecue sauces. That, that's a big thing. Go Super Bowl tomorrow night. Um, got cakes and uh, barbecue, like I said, barbecue sauces and rubs and peanuts and candies. You make Vicks Vapor Rub? Vapor well, you rub. Know, <laughs> down there with fresh cut flowers and make your own. Oh, well, baby, I wish you'd check on something for me. All right, what's that? I want you to to see if you can find some Wilbur's barbecue sauce. I don't want to have to drive all the way to Goldsboro to get the best barbecue sauce that I know of. Now, I'm going to get in trouble saying that because it's about like We'll, we'll have to make a run down to Wilbur sometime, Rufus. We, we need to do that. We'll take a day trip and go to we'll, – we'll bring uh, Gerald with us and go eat at Wilbur's. Uh, we and, don't let Gerald come into Wayne County. Oh, he can only – Gerald, what have you done down in Wayne County? Only 99 other counties I can go to. <laughs> I ride around it on purpose. Ah, Lee, we were going to, to Mickey uh, – Mickey, I mean, uh, Mickey's Pastry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, okay. Well, I usually slip in after dark. I got you. Well, we'll go, at, we'll go uh, near dusk and uh, at least go to Wilbur's. So, you want, you're trying, are they marketing that, Rufus? Well, it's just, it, it's what they use that I remember so fondly. Yeah. And I did, I did go to a, a, a gathering the other night in Goldsboro where Wilbur's catered it and, they were a couple bottles left on the table, and I asked the man, I said, could I pay you for them? He said, well, load as many as you can in your pocket. And I didn't have the heart to load up. I just took, <laughs> I took one. <laughs> Rufus walks out of there jingling. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you probably have to go to Wilbur's or get something catered from Wilbur's to, to get that stuff. That's probably a secret sauce and everything, too. A lot of vinegar. A lot of good vinegar. Mm-mm. I don't know if we got Wilbur sauce up here. I don't think I've ever seen any, but yeah. we have a lot of other gotcha. uh, sauces up here. Good vinegar and uh, cayenne pepper-based sauces. Yeah, I, I got one. The last time we were there, uh, your dear assistant, Monica, went over and got me a, uh, a bottle, and it's good, but not quite Wilbur's. So uh, you... What, we've got uh, the Farmer's Market Restaurant out there also, which is, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there this morning. Oh, there he is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they wait on you pretty uh, quick over there. Uh, in fact, I've been over there a couple times this month, and 
had to get me a bigger belt. <laughs> I bet so, yeah. All the biscuits. Man, them biscuits, something. Throw that molasses with them, and I look like an idiot. What, did you go up to about a size 50, Billy? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm still hanging out of between a 38 and a 40. So. Oh, my God. I, that long passed me. <laughs> I, I graduated high school as 155 pounds, so so forty a size 40 waist is huge for me. <laughs> so well, Billy, uh, I, you you find this hard to believe? I I was a state champion wrestler at 154 pounds, and as it says in the good book, I have waxed and grown stronger. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, at the Farmer's Market uh, Seafood Restaurant, it, you can actually go in there and, and eat now. You can. Uh-huh. Indoor dining. Uh, all that good uh, fried seafood and a generous portion as well. Yeah. By the way, I saw a huge truck go in yesterday, tractor trailer of turf. That must be booming business right now. It must have been going to Superside. I don't think it was going to Nahana. So. <laughs> no, no, no. no. They, uh, they, they are getting ready. People starting to get ready to put down some turf. And um, been noticing more and more trucks coming in. And, and the thing is, you go down there, and they have some. But you go, how in the world? All them trucks come in here, but it don't never daggone get overstocked. I don't know. When you figure that out, you let me know. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing these other trailers <laughs> going the other way, packed full of that stuff, little smaller trailers. There might be a black hole out there. There may be. And, they just, they they just never come back. Dog out there watching still. I, I seen him yesterday. <laughs> he was sitting over in the corner just waiting for the grass to turn green where he could start back cutting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Market Imports, uh, Market another Imports. place that's great out uh, there. A lot of wind chimes and yeah. pots and statues wrought iron wrought iron whirly gig let me recommend something from up there that i've found to be very helpful it's pottery to roll up a hose in and it's got a hole in the bottom to go through and connect up to your water supply and then you just roll it up inside the pottery and you don't have a hose all tangled out there and it looks good yeah, they're pretty. I, I don't know how to describe them. They're pretty because, uh, and they have you know several different um, designs on them and mm-hmm. colors. Yours, uh, chartreuse, Rufus, or well, I, I went with the old clay color. I... The terracotta pot. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's... Well, Billy, I think we've done all the damage we can for the yeah, morning. Yeah, we probably done enough. You have a wonderful day, my friend, and we'll talk to you later. Take care. There goes Billy. (laughs) (laughs) 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 929. Let's make it 930. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 9.38 WPTF time. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clamp and Rufus Edmonston. And uh, 
Gerald Adams is with us this morning. Gerald, if uh, folks like you are thinking about making their own, uh, taking their seeds um, for various vegetables, particularly tomatoes, where do we start? Uh, By your heat mat. You can buy them in all different kind of sizes. I use ones that are like 21 inches wide and 48 inches long. I can do four seed trays on them at a time. Uh, Tomatoes, eggplant, peppers will germinate quicker and with a much higher percentage germination if you put them on these little heat mats that raise the soil temperature maybe 10 degrees. Do you need a, so, uh, a lamp? Do you need a light? You don't have to have a light until after they come up. You can germinate them on the heat mat wherever. But once yeah. they break the surface, then you're going to have to have them some light to them until they just get so leggy. And this is not the kind you buy at the grocery, the uh, drugstore that you put on your neck. No, not that kind. But you can go to Amazon or Google, and there's a bunch of companies that make them. They make smaller ones, so you don't have to. You can buy one that sits only one seed tray on if you want to. But the one mistake people make once the seed pops up and gets up inch or inch and a half tall and starts to make some leaves you need to get it off of the heat mat because that that warmth speeds up the growth too much they get spindly yep they'll get spindly and the stems won't be strong enough what i do i used to do it i've gotten lazy let gerald do the work now you could get in the hardware store these little plastic boxes a cement mixer box for a small job Put the heat mat down in there. At that time, it was just little wires, not the whole mat. Mm-hmm. And then cover that with plastic as, as my germination. I had light timers. And the trouble is that I let them stay on too long. They popped up and got real spindly. Uh, I decided to let the pros do it there. Now, by the way, we've got a listener named Clyde Cook. Clyde Cook is an old friend of mine from Wake County, and he has a question. How do you handle gumballs? He he said, I love the tree, a good shade tree, and... Sweet gum. Yeah. Yeah. And he he said, all I can think of is rake them. He said, I don't have to rake them. Chainsaw. Yeah. That's the the used alternative. Well, my, my son had a couple in his yard. He cut down one, but there, there's still there's still another one there. And boy, you step on those things. The, oh man, they a, produce some shade. That's about all they I can say they're good for. You know, there is a, a hybrid one out now that doesn't produce any of the balls. Well, see that now, Clyde. I, I you, don't know that it gets quite as big, but yeah. I, I have seen them. I can't remember the cultivar. Well, well Clyde said the only reason he kept it was. Because it was a perfect shade tree. Yeah. Uh, so we've got you an alternative there. There's a hy- hybrid one, and uh, th- those gumballs can hurt you. Yeah, but if he wants to keep it, there is no alternative. you gotta, you yeah. just got to live with well, it. Well, I saw somebody one time that told me they spread a canvas out on it, and the the drip line, uh, it, it took a canvas as big as you'd put on a yeah an 18-wheeler truck to haul a load. And there ought to be a book about a hundred and one ways to use gumballs. <laughs> I, a, that I don't know how to do it. A fruitless sweet gum is what you're looking for. Yeah. 
Well, they're better trees than than that if you want shade. Yes. Now, I, you were talking about sawing one down. I did one time, and I swear to God, it, all, it almost froze up my – it is so hard, it all, almost froze up my chainsaw. That is wo- hard wood. I didn't realize that. So uh, they're they're almost indestructible, huh? So I, I don't know that you can really do it do anything. There, I think there really is no answer for what you do with the sweet gum balls. I mean, you can blow them with a blower, uh, but I mean that's a little easier than raking. But still, yeah. it's a, you got to have a good blower. <laughs> you can't have one. <laughs> that's right. I mean, <laughs> electric one's probably not going to do it. You're going to have to have no. a good gas blower. They can't, to they be, can't able to do be wet. That. The grass can't be wet or, or the soil. It, it, you know, it has to be dry for that to happen. Otherwise, they just get caught up. Um, and they're mainly spikes <laughs> anyway. Oh. I mean, oh. there's not much to them except for uh, being kind of spiky. So I would not, um, I don't know. Clyde was telling me that one time he was at the governor's mansion and, and the crew had picked them up and sprayed them somehow and used them as a decoration. That's a little wild, isn't it? Gerald, was that something you came up with? No, because there wasn't, when I got there, that sweet gum was no longer there. The only oh. sweet gum there was a fruitless one uh, that didn't produce any balls. Well, they would really, yeah, I mean, you could spray those things. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, that'd look nice, but that didn't do Clyde any good. I'd hate to be the one picking them up and doing yeah, all that. I one. would, too. <laughs> Have to have some goatskin gloves for that. <laughs> All right, Clyde, you got you got a hybrid one there. Yeah, just ask for a fruitless one. There are some out there. Yeah, if, if you want to determine to start growing one now, and <laughs> what's your age, Clyde? I I don't know whether you want to try to grow one or not. He's gonna have to call one of those places that has the big trees that they can bring in the the huge cranes and stuff and put them in. <laughs> Uh, some people do that. They, they're ready-made because trees don't grow very fast. I don't know about sweet gum, how fast they grow anyway. If they got that hard wood, usually a really hard wood tree doesn't grow that fast. So, I don't know. Sorry about that, Clyde. We do the best we can on this show <laughs> well, what there, we got. There is another alternative. You can move. <laughs> that's, about, that's about it. Well, while he was telling me this, he said, I'm, I'm – I'm in the house, and my wife is out here picking up the, the gumball. Well, he's not having to worry with and it so anyway, I, I, I said so Problem myself, solved. Yeah, I thought, Clyde, what? here you got a good thing worked out here. <laughs> he was making her pick up the... Well, he said she volunteered. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's got back problems. <sighs> well, she ought to have something better to do than that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. Well, 919-860-9783. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, The Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Yep, he said it right. Mike Rayleigh here, along with uh, Ann Clamp. Ann, Ann's uh, right over there. and uh, I'm still here. Brother Rufus is across across the table. This looks like the the uh, table that uh, Macron and, and Putin used the other day to <laughs> oh, yeah. have that intimate talk. Mm-hmm. So, they were about 100 feet away from one another. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Gerald Adams is with us, our friend and 
and uh, colleague for so many years on this show, ever since you were at the governor's mansion. What, how many years ago has, has that been? I was Gerald? there from uh, March of 03 to September of 2014, I think. So I don't That's know. close. <clears throat> that was before Rufus was on. I think, yeah, we went over there before Rufus was on the show. So that would have had to have been. We did a show when Purdue was governor somewhere uh, between 08 and 12. Yeah. So I don't know what year it, she yeah, was. Yeah, it, it must have been It must have been her first year or something because I don't know. Rufus, Rufus was not available. Did the 25th anniversary show. Because he, he had been on the show already because I think it was. Yeah, I think it was 06. Maybe yeah, I hated to miss us. that one because I said that'd be about the closest I'd ever come to getting to the governor's mansion. All right. Well, how many times have you been to the governor's mansion, Rufus? Probably you, 30, 40, 50. Probably more than that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever slept there? You slept in the no, White no, House. Never have. Uh, oh. Never had. Never wanted to, really. Because all the ghosts? Well, I'd just be a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'd rather sleep in my own bed. Now, the White House was a different matter. The Abe Lincoln Abe, room. Abe Lincoln's ghost. Yeah. He talked to you, did he? There was some funny talking going on that night. <laughs> That's because you were sneaking around. You weren't supposed to, right? Oh, I, well, I could hardly sleep. You know, if, you, if you're going to get to sleep in the Lincoln bedroom. Yeah, you want to be you, alert. You don't want to go to sleep and sleep in way. Yeah, that's right. But now, Linda, she went to sleep about, as usual, 10 o'clock. She'll read. She'll go to bed about 9.30 and read for an hour, the most well-read woman I've ever met in my life. And she went right to sleep, and I wandered around up there that <laughs> half of that night. <laughs> Along with the ghosts. Oh, man. Jimmy is in Sanford. Jimmy, uh, good morning around WPTF. Good morning to y'all. Uh, yes, sir. How can we help you today? I uh, heard y'all talking about sweet gum trees, and uh, I just wanted to comment on those. Uh, yeah, you got a solution for, uh, <laughs> uh, for Clyde? Uh, yeah, a sharp chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. See, see we're, we're all leading That's in that direction, solution. Clyde. <clears throat> Serious. I, I, no, I didn't hear anybody else say that, or I wouldn't. Yeah, Gerald, Gerald said it, but that was his okay. first comment. But that's all right. We're glad for you to yeah. tune in. And uh, It's, um, you know, especially if you've got small ones in your yard or on the perimeter of your yard that you can can easily take down maybe by yourself, you know, right. six-inch caliper or something like that, I would go ahead and get those out of the way. Because um, as, as most folks know, anybody that's dealt with in the turf industry, uh, they're very shallow-rooted trees as well. So the roots are on top of the ground. You can hit them with mowers. Yeah. And, of course, um, I was in the golf business for 16 years, and, and the balls – you know, most most mowers in the golf industry, uh, or a lot of them, are real type mowers, and you can hit those balls, and that, literally it'll stop the reels on those mowers. So mm. they are Ooh. totally aggravating. So uh, yeah, I would say get them out. You of feel the real strongly about this, don't you, Jimmy? Oh, there, there's no doubt. I, and I, I agree I, with him. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely hate a sweet gum tree. Now, you know, somebody mentioned the the, the varieties that are ballless. Now that's a different situation, mm. but I think you still probably got to put up with shallow rooting. You know. But, that's a good uh, point. You know, I just wanted to comment on that. That's a that's a great point, Jimmy, uh, about the shallow root in this. We don't, don't we haven't looked into that. But I mean, yeah, I, there are there are better trees if you want a a, a shade tree in your yard. Absolutely, yeah. So I wouldn't uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't tell anybody to plant a, a sweet gum. So 
just wanted to voice that opinion, and uh, hopefully somebody can learn from that because I've experienced Well, that's exactly that. what Clyde asked for today, and he's got it. <laughs> yeah. Dad, Dad Gummit, he's got it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, listen, I appreciate y'all taking my call, and have a good rest of the day, okay? Yeah, Thank you. Tell everybody in Sanford, hey. Okay, I'll do it. All right, buddy. Okay. Thank I you, know. Jimmy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy he knows his business, doesn't he? Our yeah, feelings sir. are mutual. Yeah. Doug is in Raleigh. Doug, good morning. Hello. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. My neighbor and I share one of them there gum trees. So <laughs> well, uh, how much is on your property and how much is on his? It's uh, half and half. Oh, but yeah. he had a solution. He took care of it last year. He got some youth group that come out. And they come out in a big old van with 15 or so kids and plastic bags, and they come and clear the whole area out. Hey. I just don't know. Remember the name of the. So he can keep you can keep the tree, but you just got somebody picking up the balls. What were they oh, going to do fifteen, with them, Doug? Fifteen kids. They take them with them. What What do they do with them though? Put them on. I put no them. <laughs> I really don't care. Put them on, <laughs> put them on seats and uh, don't tell anybody there that they're, they're going to get ready to sit on a. Yeah, that's probably they do with them. I don't know, but that's a yeah, that's a good idea, Doug. It's a good idea for a charity, sure. Yeah, that sounds like something Clyde could could maybe handle. I yeah, I don't know how they charge whether it's per, per sweet ball or uh, oh, uh, yeah, that'd by be, the bag. I have no idea, but that'd be pretty. He took care of it. I thought you owned half of it. <laughs> no, yeah, but he took care of it. That's a good neighbor. That's a great neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of hid in the house when he was, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Smart guy. Doug, thank you, buddy. So. You take care. You too, Dad. Call us with another solution job. sometime. <laughs> All right. How about, so you got other people, paid for people to pick up the things. <laughs> Clyde, I'd cut that thing down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clyde said, I'm a great listener. But Thank I've you, never heard this thing discussed. It was well, obviously you, bothering you, you, him, and he probably needs some counseling. And, and other people, too. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a good discussion of it today, and it looks like 95% of it is fire up your chainsaw. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. What are some... What are some other trees that you would, uh, if if somebody is needs to cut down a sweet gum, what, what would you replace it with for shade? Well, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of live oak trees. Now, the only negative thing with the live oaks, they are a slower grower, so it's extremely take, slow. takes takes a while for them to get up in size. But any, I mean, when you go through any of the oak trees, you're going to end up with acorns of some size or number for That's a lot right. of the ones that get out. I mean, yeah. when I think of shade tree, I think of something that gets wide, not only tall, but has some width to it. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you can limb up and you can get up under and have a lot of shade uh, if you want to. Um, beech trees that you don't see as much of anymore as, as you used to are still trees that, that grow. I'm not going to say quickly, but they're not, not as slow as the live oaks are good trees. Um, you don't see sycamore trees as much anymore because they do produce a ball too not as many as the sweet gum does but that's a giant leaf and they get really wide and i think the you know it's got some curling bark kind of like a crepe myrtle 
this they're, pretty, they're pretty, interesting. pretty, pretty yeah. interested. Yeah. Uh, they don't get as big and wide, but uh, I, I love uh, river birch uh, trees. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. another one that that curling bark is really fascinating on. And when I was growing up, I one of the, the most popular uh, was when you got into weeping willow trees. Now, mm-hmm. you, they, you've got to do a little work to be able to get up under them. Uh, but I... I was familiar. They also make a good switch, unfortunately, that I was familiar with. That's true. Uh, you know, the maples, there are all kinds of varieties yep. of maples that yep. give really good color, um, and uh, sugar maples. Sh- sugar something. maples get huge and big. The only negative thing I'll say about a sugar maple is those seed pods will germinate anywhere, and you will have a gazillion little maples coming up, particularly if you have a heavily mulched yard. Absolutely. You'll have to spend right. a, little time, yeah. a little time on that. The yellow, yellow maple. Mm-hmm. Is is doesn't produce those that I know of. Okay, and is one of my favorite. We'll be back. 